Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of So Baseball. Uh, I hope you liked our recent So Chess episode with my friend Ed. Um, I think he's going to start a a podcast called So Chess. It'll be like a a sister podcast to this one. Um, So if you like chess, head on over to that. I'll post a link when when the podcast is up and ready to roll. Um, But in the meanwhile, we're going to have our buddy Kevin on here, uh, Dr. K, as we know him. Um, No last name. We don't give the last name. So uh, just you'll just have to know he's a friend of mine and he knows a lot about baseball. So let's give him a call right now. Hello? Hello. Hello, sir. Hey, not going that far. Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome guest K to the proceedings. (laughs) That's Um, K-A-Y. And every gift begins with K. Ooh, that's a good one. That's That's a good one. that's That's a bad... I mean, people who watch MLB Network will be very familiar with those commercials that we got to watch every half inning. Oh, that's, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's where I learned yeah, that. Yeah. And they, they, it used to be that every kiss began with K, and then they what? stopped that, and they went to every gift. And you're like, gift starts with a G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work anymore. No, but they, 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 they stuck with that jingle. They loved that jingle. But tech, talking about jingle... Man, there's a no-hitter going on right now. Shit! Let's check it out. Woodruff. Woodruff has got a no-hitter going. Woodruff again? Oh, my God. And in the meantime, I mean, that game, he was getting no-hit by uh, the Barrows and the rest of the bullpen by the Twins. And then the next day, I think they were also getting no-hit, the Brewers. And then Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... Oh, you mean... Yeah, no, the Brewers were had had a battle with the Twins with the dueling no hitters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then they but then they had they had another game where there was a guy no hitting them again. Oh wow! And uh, and then now they're no hitting the Cubs, but the game is zero zero with Hendricks on the mound. It's in the uh, top of the sixth in Chicago. Runners at the corners, two outs. Is this legal to? Am I broadcasting the game at this point, or am I, or am I Ronald Reagan? <laughs> Cite, in the sites old and days? descriptions of this telecast are not, yeah. unless expressly permitted by Major League Baseball. I got the volume down so they can't hear it. Yeah, you'll be all right. But I can I can describe what I see. Ronald Reagan did that back. You can describe day. what you see. What, what yeah. if you were at the game? Um, I see my iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Everything. Anyway, why do the Cubs? Why do the Cubs suck? Why? The, why are they the worst hitters in all of baseball? I don't know. That's a good question. But every let's... time I draft a freaking Cub, oh, they go well, 0 for four, 0 for four, 0 for one, 0 for well, two. Like, don't get me started about fantasy baseball. I'm not a fan. So, um, <laughs> root for your team and stick to your team. You know, no, my theory your on that. teams. Don't you can pick. have more than one team. No, you can't. You can't start putting players on other teams and other stuff. That's just okay. that's like that's like some alternate universe, like in Marvel comics or DC comics. It just never. I mean, I guess that was a big thing in the movies. But they they did that back in the old days too. They you know they could figure they could sell more comics by creating an alternative universe. Right. So here's something. If you want yeah. to talk about real world baseball, 
who is sucking. Okay. Yeah. Some teams are sucking that we knew were going to be sucking. Exactly. Pittsburgh. I, you know, it's so Colorado. Funny. I, I have and other same... teams. Oakland. Tampa Bay. They're sucking. Well, Oakland is not. Oakland's a disaster. Okay. The Athletics, the Oakland A's, Kansas City A's, Philadelphia A's. Yeah. Athletics. They have the, the last time they were 0 6 to start a season. Go on. 1916. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a lot of bad baseball in between. Sure is. As we know, we know that Kansas City Athletics weren't a very good team. We know the Philadelphia Athletics were like a good team here and there, like for bunches, and then they were really bad in between. Bunches. Uh, Connie Mack, you know, he was there forever. Bunches. Um, bunches. Yeah, they, they, you know, it, baseball's all about bunches, right? It really is. Are you it, shuffling a deck of cards? What is that sound over there? What sound? It sounds like... Oh, maybe it's, a, maybe it's this vest I'm wearing. It's a little cold here in the Take salt mine. Take off that vest. Strip cold, down. Cold in the salt mine. Yeah, all right. I mean, our boy, Dr. K, is coming to us from um, an underground bunker somewhere in the 48 continental United States. We will not disclose his location. Yeah. It's, it's, let's just say I, I live close to where the original witness protection person was hidden. Interesting. Okay. True story. True story. Well, if you anyway, want to try and figure that out using the internet, folks, uh, good luck. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll find it. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's talk about that because that was exactly on my mind. It was like, here we are almost a weekend, right? They got all these getaway games today. Mm-hmm. And they're all they're all just happening right now. I got it all kind of dialed up here. I got the no hitter on right now because Woodruff's going back to the mound. Okay, I'll put that on. Yeah, you gotta get. We gotta keep that real time. So we'll see if he can keep it uh, real time. Let's see if the Cubs are the first team in 2021 to get no hit. Yeah. Well, they're. I mean, they're the right candidates. According to your fantasy league, Rizzo. Your team is just like. I mean, Javi last year was a nightmare. Schwarber was a nightmare. Let's let's look at this thing that you were talking about, though. So here we got okay, Oakland. Big surprise there. I mean, not only yeah. not only are they losing, which you know I kind of alluded to right in our in our thing. I said, look, they never do well in in April or May, and then they all right June they get they get East Bay hot, right? Right, right, right. So, but they've been like <laughs> lambasted. There now, this is a, something that I don't usually talk about because it's kind of meaningless in baseball. Uh, because you either win the game or you lose the game. But let's just say for one second, I care about run differential. Yeah. The, going into today's game, I they know. are minus 37. That's all Astros. The Astros just came it's into town. Dodgers, the... too. Dodgers also yeah. piled up. But that was only one game, right? Or has it been two games? Two games. I think it's been okay. two games. And they already scored today. In the top so, of the first. So the A's are. Sorry, fifth... go ahead. Yeah, let me just finish this. 50 runs have been scored against them and they've scored 13. Yeah. In six games. In six games. Yeah. And game seven's underway and, and they're already losing one, nothing. Top of the first, they, they, they gave up a run. So, I mean, that is insane, right? Like, so, okay. So that's a big shocker. Um, now Miami, somehow I've seen a lot of Miami games and I don't know why, but they've been great. Even though they've only won one game, 
Yeah, no, they're playing well. They just have lost a few close ones. Yeah, because their their run differential is three negative three. Oh dang! See, <laughs> see, so your feelings are right. And can we all just agree that the the most exciting player to watch these days, Jazz. Yeah, jazz, oh man, Jazzy Jazzy Chisholm is uh, Jazzy Jazz. He's I great. Said, yeah, I almost said Jazzy Jeff, but that's a different era. I thought um, about picking him up in fantasy baseball, but then yeah. I saw he was hitting 200, and I was yeah. like, well, wait a little while. No, he, the fantasy baseball is just tuning into the games and watching him play. That's the That fantasy. is the fantasy baseball. Okay, but I wanted to go back to the A's for just a second. Oh, sure, of course. Because I wanted to just comment on... Anytime you want to talk about how bad the A's are, I'm all down. So the A's have, have like, a decent young rotation. I mean, they're they're... Not this week. They, <laughs> no, they, they all got shelled by the Astros. But yeah, and it, the on Dodgers. paper, anyway, everybody thinks, okay, you got Manaya, you've got Luzardo. Like the A's have a nice young rotation. Um, and then, you know, they brought in Rosenthal, they got Diekman, so the bullpen, they, they thought the bullpen was going to be okay. But then with the lineup, you let Robbie Grossman walk, you trade Chris Davis, and then uh, you let um, Marcus Simeon walk. Yeah. So all of a sudden that lineup is way less fearful and say what you want about Chris Davis. He was a hitter to be feared. And now you got Chapman who is coming off a year where he had his, had his surgery, his hip yeah. surgery, Matt Olson, like you've got Kana who's actually hitting well in the top of the lineup, but like, it's just a, it's a much less fearful lineup, like one through seven. Yeah. Nice sliding and catch by Yelich, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, Beautiful. Anyway. Yeah. Left field. Two outs. Sorry. Yes. Continue your A's. Uh... I just think, like, you can't let your lineup um, sort of slip like that. I know they don't sign big-time free agents, and the Blue Jays were probably offering way more than the A's would have offered to kept, yeah. keep Simeon. Yeah. So that's why they ended up trading Chris Davis away to get Elvis Andrus just so they could put a shortstop on the field. But it's like, they just sort of let their, their core waste away. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I still think, I think they're, you know, it's just it, this week has just been a disaster for them and it has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Cause it's all their starting pitchers. <laughs> just, they all got shellacked. Right. I mean, I don't think, I think they all gave up way too many runs in the early uh, early part of the game. Do you remember the, like the 2000, 2001 Oakland days? Yeah. Where they had that amazing um, winning streak and like yep. they had all those great pitchers, yep. you know, they, they, had, Zito they, had the, and... they had the big three, you know, Hudson, yeah. Zito, Mulder. Yeah. And then like, they kind of let those guys slowly leave. And then like they had that great infield with freaking Miguel Tejada and yep. Eric Chavez. And like one by one, those guys, I think they, they kept Chavez, but like they kind of let everybody else. Yeah, there, uh, there's a rumor that Chavez is being groomed or was being groomed. I don't know what the story is right now. I don't know what he's doing to be future A's manager. Okay. There's some, some talk of that. Um, but poor, you know, Bob Melvin just keeps on doing what he does. And, you know, he's great. He's old school and he's, he's very calm. Um, and he just kind of, you know, makes it happen. And again, this is just early and it could be this one of those fluke things and whatever. Um, I don't, I anticipate them to be way more competitive as the year goes on season right. goes on, but, but man, what a, what a bad start, right? This is like, 
this is, like I said, not since 1916 for that their club. So that's just that's, and there's and like I said, there was a lot of bad baseball uh, played by athletics over the 20th century. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. including in Oakland in 78, 79 uh, seasons when they were horrid um, because they lost everyone to free agency. Uh, which I, I've been reading right. in that book you sent me. Re, you know, I knew all these things, but just the devastation. Of course, we were talking about um, Li- Lincoln Mitchell's book. What's it called again? Uh, the Giants in the City or something. I don't know. Something or other. But um, I don't have it right in front of me. But um, Lincoln's Lincoln Mitchell's book, The Giants and Their City. And Their City, which it's is follow up to his Year Zero book. Which is about what? 1978 in San Francisco, covering oh. covering baseball, music, politics. Since you had, did you, you read that book? I, I skimmed through it. I didn't get it, um, but um, you know, being 10 and 11 in 1978, it's all very fresh, right? For my stuff. When you said you didn't get it, you I didn't got buy it. it. I didn't you didn't buy it. it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. purchase I, it. I, I imagine you would understand the book if you read it. Huh? Yeah, I would understand it, but I didn't get. I didn't purchase the book yet to read it. I understand. I well, you can get it out of the library. Yeah, well, you can get. I'll, We're I'll about get to it. be able to go back to the library. You know, I'm always going to look at a used bookstore, so I always got stuff to there read. You go. But, there you go. But, um, but yeah. So anyway, they were talking specifically, and there's an interesting point that's brought up in this book about that in free agency and the early days of free agency. Is if you if you recall or if you know the history. Uh, Bowie Kuhn, the former commissioner of baseball, mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. let Finley get rid of his players before free agency. He, right. They vetoed the trade to the Red Sox. They vetoed, I think he tried to sell Vita Blue to the Yankees. He, they vetoed all the stuff, right? Which Because he was just selling off his best players. Exactly. To and, avoid paying them. And imagine now that happens every summer. Yep. That's the norm. Because of the free agency. If you're going to lose someone, you dump them during the, you know, if you're out of the race, you get rid of them. Right. So once again, Charlie Finley and all the things that people were against him for, he was ahead of the game on something else. <laughs> well, okay. Let's go back and look at the Mookie Betts trade last year. Okay. Okay. So Red Sox try to sign Mookie. He's like, you know what? No, I'm good. Let's go. Let's not do a deal. Um, I don't know. If I, I want to test the market. I don't know if I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. So they do a deal, multi-part deal. It eventually turns out to just be a straight swap, Alex Verdugo and Jeter Downs for Mookie. Okay, so you give up one year of Mookie for multiple years of Verdugo and and Downs, who's still a top prospect um, to come. So like. If Verdugo and Downs end up like helping the Red Sox win a division like in 2024 or something like that, mm. was it the worst? I, at least like they're being they may be being pragmatic and cheap, but at least they're thinking of winning at some point in the future. Correct. Whereas the the A's, it seems like they just do the same thing every year and then they're kind of good. Yeah, but I think I, I think they're they're also though they are good at finding those players who. Uh, other people have kind of maybe written off or uh, people who may never even got a chance to play 
that were minor league baseball players. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Like on mm-hmm. some of the guys on the A's were not like top prospects. They just got an opportunity to play. Right. I don't have any exact names right now, but there's there's been quite a few of those players who wouldn't have played. And these are people that have come and gone too. I mean, um, from the team um, that weren't like you know number one picks or anything. They they were, but because the A's have this rotating thing, and they clear out any people, say like an Albert Pujols or someone like that, that's not there for some other reason, contract or just because. Uh, it gives them, it gives these players a, a, a much better opportunity. Hang on, Albert Pujols. Yeah, like he's blocking someone with the Angels, right? Oh, on the Angels. Okay, should... sorry, I thought we were talking about the. No, athletes. I was just following up on our conversation from last time. Of. Um... But you see, in the American League, that you don't have to necessarily be as blocked. Like Jared Walsh is like having a coming out party at the moment, and like you know, he hit two home runs in the Sunday night game, and like everybody was losing their shit. Um, Jared Walsh, this and that, but like Pujols can still DH sometimes, or they can kind of like do like a, a he can do the weak side of the platoon. Like you can still get Albert Pujols his victory lap, his like farewell party, um, with playing him like two days a week. Right, but anyway, what I'm, my point is is that the the A's are really good at clearing the pathway to get people to actually play major league baseball games. Right. I get this. Well, where, well, who's their shortstop in the pipeline? Because they, they, you know, they got like an older guy, Andrus for now, but like, who, who are they going to use? I don't know. I'm not a, I don't either. I'm not a prospects guy. I'm I'm, I'm not a baseball America subscriber. Um, You're not. Hey, by the way, Uh, by the way, in this game here, uh, Woodruff is up. But I see. But that. the cra- here's the crazy thing. Look at his pitch count for this game. He's pitched six innings. He's only thrown fifty six pitches. Holy cow, dude! He's gonna have plenty left exactly. in the tank. Exactly. No, this is this is like he's like last time they. I think they they were you know, gonna take Woo! him out or whatever because he's over. He's like this time I'm controlling it. He looks like he can swing the he bat does. a little he, bit. Like, he looks like he. It didn't look like a pitcher swing. No. It looked like an actual decent he looks swing. Like he could trigger a couple of pitchers too. Yeah, I mean, he didn't make contact, but... Oh, that was a nice... Uh-oh. There you uh, go. Rizzo. Hey, you see, that was a hot shot. You see Rizzo, what he did there? Yeah, nice pickup by Rizzo. No, but then he did the fakie to the pitcher coming across. Oh, oh, yeah. That was... You know, I don't know. I was watching the, the marquee yeah. the other day, and, like, yeah. um, I think David Bodie made a play at second base. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Like oh, he was he like David Bodie was like sitting down and he threw the ball to um, Rizzo and uh, Rizzo caught it. And then it was like time to like throw the ball around, you know, like you do after an out. Yeah. And the Bodie was still sitting, sitting down in the grass and he threw it instead of skipping him. He, he just threw it to him while he was sitting. Well, I was and just, he like, geez. so they did that little throw around front, you know, uh-huh. Um, yeah, well, Rizzo, Rizzo's kind of a... And the announcer, I think it was um, the... Uh, I think it's Book Shambi, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, see, you got to have fun. You got to play and have fun when you're playing. Doesn't matter. They say you're not taking the game too seriously. No, you're taking it seriously, but you just got to stay loose and have fun even when you're losing. 
because uh, you're going to yeah. play your best baseball. And I'm like, yes and no. Like, yeah, the Cubs are like super unfocused. They they suck. They can't hit like they're all over the map. They're, you know, they're really kind of unhinged right now. And I don't think David Ross has necessarily put his stamp on this team yet. Mm. And it's kind of like, you know, when you babysit for your like younger siblings or something and they're yeah. like, they're acting up and you're like, come on, you guys. Like, it's like a substitute teacher. <laughs> we're supposed to try and win. And yeah. they're like, Hey, there's no manager. It's just David it, Ross. Like, exactly. We do whatever it's, we like want. When, it's, it's like when one of the students is nominated as to watch the class while the teacher walks <laughs> down to the office. I'm going to be back class, but I'm going to leave Jimmy in charge of the class. Right, right. So, it's a recipe for disaster. It, and I don't oh think David Ross is up for the task, frankly. Like, Well, it, it was it was interesting. The, I, I was watching one of the spring games, and uh, they put a mic on Rizzo. And for, like, when he was hitting and in the field, they listened to him. And he's standing next to him, and they're like, hey, do you, do you still call David Ross grandpa? <laughs> and he goes... He goes, no, I call him manager while we're on the field. <laughs> and, and he goes, <laughs> I will work as hard as possible to make sure he's successful. And it was weird. It was, but it was kind of funny. Rizzo was pretty funny in that. I, I think I asked you. Of course he's funny. But, but you're right. Is it too much funny? Like, I mean, they did win I the have... division last year, but then they got swept out of the playoffs by the yeah. Marlins. But I just feel since they won the World Series, like yeah, like in 2015, because a lot of, there's some still you know a lot of the same players there, right? They're on a Which five year victory of, lap. Yeah, exactly. That that they're they're hung over from a championship in 2015 because it took them a hundred years or whatever yeah. to get that one hundred plus years. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting, but. I, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It, it's again, you, you know, you can only live up to that hype, right? Like when they won, everyone's like, Oh, they're a young team. They're going to win it like every year. Yeah. Just give it to the Cubs. It ain't that easy. It ain't that easy. Well, now they've kind of let their pitching kind of de- degrade a little bit. Yeah. Although Hendricks is, he's a, he's a good. Yeah. Pitcher. And they did get Zach Davies for you Darvish. And I think Davies yeah. is actually underrated. Um, he was awesome with the Padres last year. Yeah. You could just sort Although, of relax during his starts. Like he didn't have big blow up innings or right. like, he, yeah, he'll give up a run here and there, but like he didn't walk guys. And it was just, it was just a really comfortable start. Anytime Zach Davies was out there. Interesting. Yeah. Cause you uh, Darvish, he pitched a great game. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. I mean, uh, he, the Padres needed that after all this Tatis news. I don't know if you're well, following this. Yeah, no, but he's he, again, we we kind of chatted about it. I don't. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it. We texted about. It. But so, what's your take with that piece? Because what the what they're saying is that oh, he just needs rest, no surgery. Um, but I heard this other guy who, believe me, this is diving deep now. As I heard through, like I was had the the, the Giants game ended, and then mm. the sports guy came on. Oh, sports radio. Oh God, a bit hit and miss. Usually a whiff. And uh, the guy was like, I was listening to this guy who follows NFL injuries. And he did a video about Tatis and this injury. And he said, he's going to need surgery now. You know, well, he does. And, I mean, come well, on. he does. He, he, he needs surgery, but it's, it's again, it's one of those things that is, is incremental that he can actually play through it. 
It's right. kind of old school, right? Like you play through the injury because they say that nothing, um, you know, uh, nothing is going to make him worse in theory. But we all know right, that's because, not true. Well, as someone who has had a torn labrum in my in my hip, not not in my shoulder, but it's the same concept. Like, oh, really? Okay. It's like the okay. bone. Did in your the hip, socket. Did your... Oh, okay. There's like a socket joint. Too deep into you. The hip and the shoulder sockets um, both have a a piece of cartilage called a labrum, and uh, that's kind of like the the buffer between the two bones and the Uh, the 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 arm bone or the femur or not. Yeah, the femur rub against it and like keep the keep you from having like bone on bone uh, contact. And when that tears, then all of a sudden, like you're you're fucked. So. Um, I spent like basically eight months with like the torn labrum, like trying to rehab it and like physical therapy. Like we tried, we tried everything uh, to try- see if it could be repaired or improved without surgery. And finally the guy was like, you know what? Let's do the surgery um, because you're just right. going to be in, you're going to ha- it's not like you're in pain all the time, but like certain moves, like over the course of the day, sound yeah. like a searing pain. Of course, yeah. And and, like, and, the, ah! and the and the thing is, your productivity um, it isn't needed as much as Tatis is in this lineup for this box. <laughs> it's true. So it's it's a really, but it's a really weird balance, right? I mean, I, I totally agree because I, I read the same thing that there's a tear, and that it's one of these things that yeah, it could be it's. Because basically his shoulder pops out, right? Isn't that what's happening? Right, and right, right. Okay, it, so he doesn't have a labrum problem? Well, no, he's got that, but I think it's it's a combo. It's like, ooh, ooh. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, but but anyway, the, the news could have been a lot worse, and who knows if it is worse, and they're just saying they're going to try and make him play, and then he's, he can't play anymore. Um, but it's hard to say. I mean, does does that happen to him because he's over – I think you texted me, is he overplaying or playing too hard? He but definitely he, is. But if you don't play too hard, um, this came up in the in the Giants game the other night. There was a discussion about this missed play that turned into a triple for Profar, right? Right. And uh you as an and and Gabe Kapler, <laughs> uh the manager was saying, you gotta commit to you're going to make that catch, right? Like as soon as you don't commit to something like that, playing hard and saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and catch everything. There's a chance you won't get to anything because you're, you're not engaging it fully. You know, it's yeah. like tackling, it's like tackling through someone hitting through the ball, you know, all those kind of metaphors. It's like uh, in those detective movies where they're like, don't be careful. Careful gets you killed. Exactly. I watched a Mike Hammer film last night. Um, <laughs> uh, start... No hit or over. Sorry. I know. Yeah, Sorry, I, that didn't happened. Wanna, didn't want to break that happened during your your uh, your 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 labrum rant. Of, okay. My great my great aunt at Thanksgiving or something going through her medical uh, my checklist. It's like remember that when you're, I don't know if you had older relatives and they would all get together and then it would just dip into I know medical talk and. Here we are. I guess maybe we're getting to be the older relatives. We are the older relatives. Well, not quite, but we'll get there. Eventually. We'll get there. Yeah. But um, even then, you know what I'm gonna talk about? I'm not gonna talk about my hip surgery. I'm gonna talk about baseball. Cause you know what? 
baseball still going to be there exactly like it's been there throughout yeah, my whole life? Exactly. So it might be a little constant, bit different. Only constant. My haircut may have changed over the years, but the baseball remains the same. You sound like J- James Earl Jones. The Whoa. only constant was baseball. Oh, those new ads? Yeah. Yeah. That was that's, Those are... I don't know about those ads, but... <laughs> Uh, don't get me started about like, yeah. when baseball gets super patriotic or self-congratulatory. Yeah. Gets itself involved in things it shouldn't be involved with. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll continue on the, what happens between the lines. Exactly. Um, exactly. In the old, in the old eight, early 80s when I was a youngster, it was what lines they were doing. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> that, speaking of that, do you remember like that Baseball Tonight graphic where there was like, um, a slide like it was like a slide and then like the the white chalk would like go flying oh yeah and it yeah, looked like yeah. a huge line of coke yeah yeah and well well i was referring to when they arrested the pittsburgh parrot mascot for dealing to the players <laughs> <laughs> and can you imagine you roll into town in pittsburgh hey man where can i get some stuff go talk to the parrot <laughs> well know? it's like that parrot the parrot mascot costume is the perfect place to hide drugs. Exactly. Nobody, nobody wants to search it because that thing stinks inside. You know, the guy's sweating in there. It's a freaking parrot. <laughs> he so, won't talk, though. He won't talk to the police. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he just says back to the police whatever they said to him. Exactly. <laughs> I want a gram. I want a gram. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is a good bit. This is a yeah, good bit. Well, we try. They they should make an ESPN commercial out of this too, dude. Yeah, it's the mascots. The mascots are just uh, we. I know we can do. We we need to do. We'll do a whole episode on mascots because they're 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 a uh, definitely a breed to their own like hilarious meanness. <laughs> like they're just bad, and 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 the whole thing of like. The, the weird humping thing they do too, which is just not really needed. Who's doing humping? I like the Philly fanatic. You sent me that little gif of him doing his little thrusting moves and Lucy. Oh yeah, they all do this like weird, like kind of strange thing, you know. So anyway, um, give me the chicken any day. Chicken was good. The original. The original. The, the original jokester. Yeah. Extra crispy. Um, especially when he was, what was it, uh, K, uh, KGB, the radio station? Yeah. The KGB chicken was the original yeah. moniker yeah. for the San Diego chicken. Yeah. Cause way, he was like, he was paid by the radio station. Yeah. Way better. Um, and that's how us kids in San Diego knew him as yeah, the KGB I, I chicken. First, I first knew him as that too, cause he was, he made road trips to San Francisco. <laughs> really? I, I think so. Yeah. Like he, I don't. I'm sure he didn't go many other places, but you know the Padres played nine games every year against the Giants back in the in the 70s. So, um, can, you know, can the, I don't know if this is allowed to be talked about on this podcast, well, but that story you were telling me about the guy who who bought the puppet but didn't really know how to puppet. Yeah, that's hear it. Can we talk about that? No, that's a, that's a, that's a that's a separate story. That's that's a personal story. I don't know. Dang it. It's Save so that. funny though. I know, well, but that's a well, okay. Okay, we won't give any details, but just to give the basics, this guy like made an attempt to like have a career as uh, a ventriloquist. As a ventriloquist, because 
he like bought this famous ventriloquist dummy off of a like a thrift store was it garage garage yeah yeah and he like put himself forward to like as you know, that, yeah, TV and agents and stuff is saying yeah. like, oh, I, I, I can do this. And I've inherited I, the puppet. Yeah. Anyway, no, I, I got to save that one because that's part of another bigger story. Okay. Um, well, anyway, but let's get back to this business. So here are the teams that are doing really poorly: the Rockies, the Pirates, and Miami, uh, Oakland. We talked about Cleveland. Eh, you know, one and three, and going into today. And that's kind of it, right? Which is everyone else is like, you know. Yeah. No, they're kind of bunched up. Yeah. Like like if, although I have to say, shockingly, just because um, Atlanta, oh, let's put Atlanta in there too. Atlanta. I know. They they won today though. They got their first win this morning. Yeah. And a double header. So they might be able to do a little catch up if they can, if they can beat up on the Nats. The Nats have screwed up that whole division. Uh, well, it'll it'll sort itself. No, out. but I mean that in the sense of that the they're just this this is the most that NL East is the most exciting division to watch. I'm, Correct. As I, I I was texting with you, any of those games, Braves playing the Nats, Nats playing the Mets, Phillies playing the Mets, Phillies playing the Nats. You know, mm-hmm. any combination in there, and we can throw in Miami because we love watching Miami. They're we so do much fun to watch. Um, and, uh, and, and so it's just, it's just fun baseball because all of a sudden it's meaningful. I mean, seriously meaningful baseball, like in Indeed. April, like, and I mean, none of these teams wants to come second because they're likely going to face the Padres in the one game playoff. So it's like, you've got to win that division if you want to go anywhere in the playoffs, because yeah. you know, you're losing to the Padres in the one game playoff most likely. Could be, so. could be. I mean, if you were a Padre fan, I'm still not sold on the Dodgers. I know they're on a five game win streak and they're up whatever right now. They've got it all, man. I, you know, I forgot they had Bauer. (laughs) Oh, so frustrating. What I saw, then I realized I was like, oh yeah, huh? They signed him too. I was like, oh, this is just not good. This is not good. This is, um, yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, they potentially could run away. Now, let's talk about some surprising teams that are having uh, great starts. Okay. Cincinnati Reds. I mean, yep. we, we knew that we talked about them a little bit being like, you know, there's something going on there. But is it uh, – who is it? India? He's like hitting up a storm. Yeah. Um, Castellanos. Castellanos, is, uh, yeah. And they had that little that little throwdown with the yeah. Cardinals as always. Um, which was kind of silly, the whole thing. Was it was silly. silly, and I don't think he should have been suspended for that. No, was, I don't even think she'd been ejected. I think he's going to appeal it and have it be rejected or yeah. reduced. Yeah, because the, if you watch the replay, the pitcher does give a little bit of a extra shove or something, leans on him, and then he reacted to that with the with the muscle flex, which, I mean, come on, watch NBA basketball. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> I know muscle flex. Well, he did yeah. it like right over him. Yeah, but he didn't um, step it, on him. So Castellanos has four home runs. He's hitting four thirty-five. Yeah, Naquin ha- is hitting three sixteen yeah. and has four home runs. Yeah, They're- Tucker Barnhart, the catcher, is hitting three eighty-five, and Mustakas is hitting four twelve with a home run. Like, yeah. and they're, like they're just they're they're like that teams. fantasy team that just gets out to such a hot start and they can't they can't maintain it. Yeah, 
Didn't they? Have, did they have fifteen runs last night or something? <laughs> Some crazy amount. I think that they... ballpark is, uh, you know, it's great when. Yeah. When... Oh, they and they won today because I guess they're playing a doubleheader. They won, oh really? They won today eleven four against the Pirates in seven. Unless they it was called because. Well, maybe it was called because why is it a seven inning game? They must have called it for some reason. They're doing seven inning double headers. Yeah, but I don't think it was a double header. <laughs> I think it, oh, I think they maybe it was a rain out or something. Or, um, oh, weird. Okay, so it just started raining. I don't know. I'm and, checking uh, right. I don't want to give false information on a podcast. There we go. Castillo got the um, Castillo got the win. So that's that's nice for me. But why right? did it, why did it only go seven innings? Um. Let me read. I'm reading on the website. Cincinnati, which has won five straight. Um, oh, no, it did go seven innings. Why does it say seven innings on the... It's nine inning game. Sorry. False alarm. Oh, okay. But it really had me confused. Yeah, no, it's on the score. On I'm, I got the Cubs game on it. And the little the little trailer, if we can get that back up. It had it, uh, them winning in seven. So anyway, mm, it's a okay. full game. That's good. But they false scored alarm, 11. False alarm. False, yeah. All you people out there listening live. Oh, that's me and you. Um, uh, it's all fake. Well, can you cut this part out, right? You can just cut this out. You edit these things, don't you? I do, but just it's kind kidding. of a big pain in the ass. I'm kidding. I was joking. I'm leaving all this in. Yeah, leave I'm it leaving in. all this leave in. It. This is real time. This is real time baseball. Maybe. I mean, the baseball fan is used to long silences long stretches of time when nothing happens so they're gonna love this podcast you see that catch by that brewer there's there yeah it's beautiful so the brewers traded away their their shortstop and they're gonna go with urias as their shortstop so now they got um urias and then colton wong at second and keston hura at first um so they're they're going super young on the infield interesting yeah, I well, Colton Wong's not that young. No, it's been around for a while. Um, so Travis Shaw at third, Urias at second, Keston Hero at first. They've got Robertson playing second today. I giving they're giving Colton Wong a day off, I guess. Evan Longoria, or is this a platoon situation? Evan Longoria just doubled on Schnell. Longoria, that was a huge pickup for a lot of fantasy owners. Yeah, um, he's doing right now. He's, oh. Now, but okay, so let's go back just one second to okay. another player. Who's who's comeback player of the week? Comeback player of the week? Yeah, I'm kind of being funny because, but you know, comeback player of the year. But the guy oh, who's. Tani. No, that's that guy. I'm the guy I'm picking. I'm Buster gonna, Posey. No, no, because he, he purposely didn't play last year. Um, Oh, bomb, home run, Brewers, out of the park. Who was it? One nothing. So Kane. Um, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. I'm happy for I him. I mean, he's, he's, he's almost got half the number of RBIs he had all Yeah, because he's got the video the first now. Week. They gave him the video back. Oh, is that? Oh, that's right. You were talking I about was. that. Oh, look at you. You're like a like a like a I'm a prognosticator. I'm telling you these although it hasn't helped Javi Baez at all. He was blaming his problems last year on no video. Oh, really? And I don't think he's doing much better this year. I mean, you you tell me is is well, 150 a good batting average? I It is. I mean, yeah. up 50. <laughs> oh, 
when, when a player it's... doesn't do well for me in fantasy, I get so frustrated with them. I kind of hate them forever. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's 50 cents short of the Mendoza yeah, exactly. line. But I heard this amazing thing on, what was, I forget who I was listening to, but, oh, it was FT, uh, FP Santangelo, mm-hmm. the guy who uh, used to play for the Giants. And uh, Anyway, he played with Mendoza. Like the Mendoza actual Mendoza. Yeah, in Mexico. And he's not happy about the whole Mendoza thing. And, and Santangelo was telling him, no, you should be lucky. This, they call you. He goes, yeah, but I didn't hit under 200. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, the Mendoza line should be 235. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he was kind of, you know, upset about that his name is used on this thing. And, hey, you know, no one, everyone remembers him. He's known. I, know. I mean, it's one of those I, names. I but... think it was also, I think he also wore glasses. And I, I got the feeling that was part of the kind of the, you know, the, the, the I don't bit. want to say hate. Yeah. Or, yeah, just the, you know, it's like. If I recall his baseball cards, I think he worked last. Okay. Well, um, that sucks. No one needs to be known for something like that, for being average. Below average. Below average. To be the, the, to be the, uh, the thing. Yeah, he wore glasses. He hit uh, his lifetime batting average was, was 215. So it's pretty bad. A little bit above it. Yeah. But How many seasons I did think, he play? Was he just a really he, good glove man played, or what the hell? Yeah, I think he was a good fielder. He played nine nine years. He, he in in seventy nine he played the most games for the Mariners. He he ended up on the Mariners and he hit one ninety eight, and that I think is why it got pegged. He also hit one ninety eight in nineteen seventy seven. So he shouldn't be complaining. He should be happy that he's known as right. That. It is pretty funny I though. Think Mendoza a, line. Yeah, I think it's a. You know, it's just hey. What uniform? What baseball uniform strikes the most fear in you? Hmm. What do you mean, like? Like you bad see, it, like okay, like, or like no, <laughs> like, like no. I mean, like remember the like Oakland A's, like the the Bash Bros with the white shoes, and you're like, oh shit, right. these guys are so huge. Just, or yeah. like, what other uniforms? Like, what other baseball uniforms? Just like make you like afraid well i mean afraid i don't know but the dodge there you go yeah yeah with, with their clean how, how how do they get that white so white, i know it's like right? toothpaste like, white that's yeah by the way darren ruff just hit a two-run homer giants up two dang it boom that's what they that's what he's oh, there the for Padres already started? Runs. okay yeah Damn, there's just so much day games on today it's yeah, it's crazy. How am I going to watch my soap opera? <laughs> um, <laughs> and for you kids out there, soap operas were these things that. Uh, <laughs> Why were they called soap operas? Because uh, they sold soap during the commercials. Yeah, the commercial breaks were soap. I think I'm just. So if you watched a crazy. soap opera, that means that they were advertising soap during the commercials. Yeah, they, well, and the commercials, I think, in those days, they came out onto the set and said, hi. Are you using Tide in your laundry? Exactly. Are you using... Are you using... Downy Fresh. Uh, yeah, exactly. This is the advertising the little, portion of the podcast. Yeah, this is the sponsorship that we're going to try and get after the fact. 
I can't watch um, the know, freaking think... commercials for baseball anymore with like all the medical ads and the side effects and like if you have a numb leg and you know, please discontinue well, using this product if you if you're bleeding internally based on your earlier mentions of you i know i know the baseball fan base is aging labrum or whatever the hell i know it was. but i don't want to hear about every freaking disease I side know. effect i could get if i take an allergy medication yeah. yep watch if you want to really go full hog on that stuff watch your network evening news at on broadcast around 5 30 okay let's say i let's say i um let's say i take a medication right let's say i take flames okay just keep it simple i take is that like a mayonnaise (laughs) i take an allergy medication right and i die okay yeah and i'm like god damn it this medication killed me i'm gonna sue somebody this is a bit like what what grounds do you have to sue? Like, is Saint, like, is St. Paul is St. Paul in this joke? Like, hang on, <laughs> you're interrupting a bit. Oh, sorry. All right. So they're like, "Well, you were warned," and I was like, "Well, I was not warned." And like, yeah, the commercial hmm. lists possible side effects. Possible side effects include permanent loss of life, and I'm like, "But yeah, well, I just." bought this off the shelf like i didn't i didn't buy it because i saw a commercial the commercial should not be responsible for listing absolutely every single side effect that you might but, get from every single drug it's like read the box or talk to your doctor consult your pharmacist but i don't want to i don't want to have to listen to like 30 seconds of side effects for every baseball drug commercial because it gives me it g- gives me panic attacks <laughs> well but you know the reason for the advertising of the drugs? Because baseball fans are old? No, no. Reason why these, these advertisements exist. What, what's the purpose of so that? So people go into their doctors and they say, put me on this. Exactly. So, so they're, they're leading the charge with the doctor. And so this is how they cover themselves by saying, oh, well, we... We warn said person because it's not the doctor insisting you take this medicine. The you know these doctors, uh, they I, I was talking to a doctor once and they said there was some ad that w- it was being repeated on over and over and over again, and all these people came in saying they had those uh-huh. symptoms and they wanted that right. medicine and that and so that way they protect themselves by having. No, I don't think I on. think if you're a, if you're like a personal injury lawyer and you're going to sue like the drug company, you're also going to sue the prescribing physician, the health insurance company. Oh, you're going to sue everybody. Totally. So the doctor is not right, protected but... just because there's a TV commercial. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the doctor. I'm talking about that. They are prote- the, the drug company is protecting themselves because they've led the person to request this drug with their advertising. So they want that person to be, since they're the ones being, for lack of a better term, manipulated, they want to make sure that they've given them the. But that's the, the point of, the, of prescription drugs in the first place. A doctor has to say you can have it. Right, but but the, the what advertising did was it turned it on its head. The patient now was coming in requesting, and the doctor, of course, had to approve it. But the patient was requesting it. Well, you know the the, the big the difference. Big pharma companies still advertise primarily to doctors. They like, they well, like constantly giving their doctors like all kinds of perks to prescribe one thing over another. 
Oh yeah, they give and they give a lot of free. They bring in freaking lunch to the doctor's offices. They're yeah. like they schmooze up to the physicians even more than they advertise on TV. Yeah, you know what? Let's take it full circle. They're like the Pittsburgh parrot, but um, well, <laughs> <laughs> they're the dealers. anyway. It makes me. It just makes me really upset every time. I'm like, did I need to hear about all of this? And I'm hearing about like, yeah. you know, like terrible things that might befall you at any moment i'm let's like get, i'm trying to relax like and like let's, let's get back to robbery yeah i know i love it base. there we go good i like there it we go. i like I got it. him on my, the guy my pitching and the guy pitching the guy pitching came straight off my 1978 top series with that mustache and that perm i know i love amazing. that guy there's way more that dude old is school looking baseball players these days with yeah. like the shaggy hair they're playing yeah. it up they're playing it up i love it Yellick with a stolen bag. My team is hitting 625 today because I benched Rizzo and Matt Chapman. You worthless. Who's your team? My, my fantasy Where's team. Your team? What do you mean? Fantasy? What about a real team? Look, why don't you pick a real team? Okay, I'll There's, go with uh, the Padres, the Angels. Um, I'll go with the Seattle Mariners, the KC Royals, Chicago White Sox, Yankees, Mets, and... The same Baskin and Robbins. You don't get to make a you don't get to make a, a big ice cream sundae with all the flavors. No, I can one. never pick one. Pick the one. This is you know I got one. The San Francisco Giants. That's right, and then I got a backup. The New York Yankees. Love it, love it. Everything else, because I'm old school. I like I like. I like those old New York teams. I mean, that's. Just Do you the like your mean Mercedes, Brooklyn. the the new DH for the White Sox? Oh, the guy who hasn't got <laughs> out yet. <laughs> he's gotten out. I know he's got, but he didn't he get like six or seven. Hits yeah, he had eight hits to start the, season. start the season. Then he went one for five. And then he went three for four. Then he went one for five, and now he's not playing today. And let's and let's just talk about you know. Let's give a big round of applause to. Uh, I know he's such a legend. Yeah, he's out there. He's making it happen. He is doing it, and and he and he's out there. Like I saw him. I was telling you. I think I was talking to you, and the game was like over. The game was over, and the White Sox had won. And he's out there, like telling the umpires some business that they screwed up. Well, they were they were um, people were talking on podcasts that I listened to about Tony Larusa on Uh Sunday. He had Liam Hendricks warmed up. But um, he didn't bring him in, and the mm. the White Sox ended up losing the game. And they're like, "Well, why didn't you bring in right. Hendricks there?" And he's like, "Well, he's our closer, and we didn't have a lead, uh, so we're not bringing him in." And they're wow. like, "Yeah, but he was already warmed up." And he's like, "But we didn't have a lead," and yeah. so he's like sticking yeah. to his his Larusa guns on this stuff. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree with that. I mean that that you you because you're setting your closer up for failure right. because they can't get a save. They, they, maybe they get a win, but the wind's not they're doing. It's only yeah. because the team came back or whatever. So well, we saw Joe um, Madden or, bring in Iglesias. I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday uh, in a non-save yeah. situation. And he ended up taking the loss because he, uh, he had a bit of bad yeah. luck. I think he had a broken back bat single, like a flare wasn't yeah. exactly his fault, but um uh, yeah, why Joe, why use your freaking closer in that situation? Yeah, Joe Man's a piece of work. I mean, I don't I don't really quite understand. I mean, he's 
his team is saving him again. Like he won the World Series in 2015, not because of his brain power. It was because he got saved in that game seven by his team and some rain, by the way. A little extra help there. Um, calm things down a bit. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I have to say as a giant fan, I'm, you know, it's kind of, kind of happy. I was telling you earlier, I think that they're, they're hitting a lot of home runs. I think they could, since they have another one today, I think they're up to like 11 home runs. Almost all their runs have come on like solo runs. <laughs> They haven't really, so they haven't really been putting together these kind of yeah. rallies, which is a little concerning. But I'm super happy with the way their starting pitching has gone. Uh, they had the one screw up in opening day on the bullpen, which was super frustrating. And, and um, lucky I don't break stuff. But if I were to break stuff, that would have been the time. <laughs> now let's talk um, about Jason Kipnis, right? Okay. He was the second baseman for the Indians. Um, in 2016, in that okay. World Series. Yeah. Game seven, he hits a shot down the right field line that if it had stayed fair, would have given Cleveland the World Series instead of the Cubs. Right. If that ball stays fair, how does that change history? And how does that change what the Cubs decide to do over the preceding seasons? Hmm. I need an answer. Well, first of all, it would have stopped LeBron James from claiming Cleveland is getting them their first championship. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was, that was bad. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, but go, go. I, it's that's the great thing about baseball. All these little things that that transpire. I mean, how close were the Indians to winning in nineteen ninety seven? Was it seven? Yeah, against the Marlins. Right. And in ninety five. Ninety five against yeah, the Braves. Braves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's tough. I mean, they're they're the Cubs did not deserve to win no. that game. I don't think that rain delay saved them. Totally. Remember we were talking during that. I was like, what? It's crazy. I was on, I was sitting on the floor of my bathroom because Wendy had, Hey, thank you so much. Wendy just brought me a citrus drink in a fancy round table mug. Whoa. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Round table pizza. When they used to give out those glasses. Oh yeah. I think round table pizza started in, uh, in Menlo park. That sounds right. Woo. That's tart. Weird. All right. I've got five minutes left and then I have to get back to work. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap it up. I thought this was our work. This is our work. This is our work. life's work. We're not getting, you're not paying. All right. Anything. How we feel about the Yankees. Um, do we have, you does know, judge Yankees... have an injury? What's going on? No, I don't think does he. I haven't been judge is not in close. lineup due to soreness. He's got soreness. Soreness. Okay. What's he mad about? <laughs> General soreness. Who's the Who's the I'm sorry. It's not an oblique guy. injury. I don't want to take any chances. He's got general soreness no. in his left side. That's an oblique. Come on. Well, he's going to be. T- tell. Let me ask you this about the Yankees. 
They play. I don't know. I don't know. But is it just me or? And I love the Yankees. And I'm not Boone. I'm not Boo. I'm not such a fan of. But do they play stiff? Do they play stiff? Are they well? Sti- you mean like the anti Cubs? Like, like the Cubs are having too much fun. The Yankees are not having enough fun. But just, I'm talking more, less about their attitude or whatever, but maybe that plays into it a little bit. But they just seem like stiff individuals. Like they're over, like they're over, they're larger than life. They're not, they don't look like baseball players. Hmm. They're they're just kind of like, they're playing this other game. It doesn't seem like it's a, you know, it it seems, it seems almost, batting practice like i don't know hmm. okay it just kind of it's just kind of there's something about it they just seem kind of not like playing the same sport that other teams play. i'm not saying that they're bad because of that but they just play the game in a different way that doesn't seem to be like based to me like dd was kind of the emotional mm, um yeah. part of that team and losing dd at least for a lot of the fan yeah. base myself included i'm like it doesn't feel as good without D there. Like, uh, yeah. not to mention a lefty bat in the center of the lineup, but like, uh, yeah. And how well he's, he's helped Philly his, like, too. His I mean, post game, his, his post game wrap ups. He's such a freaking yeah. Renaissance man with the videos and like all the, yeah. He, he's just like such a great energy. And like, uh, yeah, I know Aaron judge is the leader of the team, but like, I think losing DD is a bigger blow and also kind of like, you know, uh, Sabathia leaving, he was a huge presence. I think there might be kind of a leadership gap on the Yankees at the moment. Gardy is a, yeah, a role did. player. I know Gardy's a big figure in the clubhouse, but he's like a role player now. I just think that they're, they're – and again, maybe it's just because their two best players are these really big guys, uh, or at least in theory they're two best players uh, – you know, I they just seem over muscular, over. So when you say over, stiff, you mean uh, actually physically stiff. Yeah, like just playing the game a little bit. Yeah. Stiff. Oh, there's a home run by the Cubs. Cubs hit a home run. Who? Yeah, off the off the reliever, uh, the guy I told you is going to have a great season, Jock. Oh Peterson. right, okay. Jock. Well, he doesn't have the Cubby curse yet because he hasn't been there long he's, enough. He's. I'm telling you, he's going to have a great, great season, and his. The guy who left is going to have a great season in, in Washington. So I don't know about that. Um, I still think Schwarber kind of sucks. It's a better ballpark, but I'm not. I'm not sold. Okay. Don't I, I had Schwarber on two of my fantasy teams last year, and it's just zero for four, zero for four, zero for four, zero for four. Yeah. Fantasy, fantasy. It makes you pay overrated. attention to the players. Like, yeah, but it doesn't make you pay attention to the teams and the sure games. Does. I'm sitting here watching the Mets no. and Phillies because I have Aaron Nola on my team. I'm right. hoping for All him right. to strike out the Mets because I need him okay. to so, lower my ERA. Let's let's. I know we have like one minute, but let's have one last dilemma. Okay. So your Padres are winning, and the guy that's up is a guy that's on your team, on your fantasy right. team. And you need him to get an RBI right. or two for you to win. But by you winning, your Padres lose. No, I still want the Padres to win. I would choose a Padres victory over a, a hitter stat. 
Now, a pitcher stat is different because a pitcher stat <laughs> can ruin your whole season. Like, if Aaron Nola all of a sudden gets a 27 ERA, like, that's hard to come back from. The worst a hitter can do is just not get a hit. Um, but a pitcher can actually implode and, like, ruin your entire season. But let's say you're down, it's, the, it's the last game of the year. That the, Am I winning my fantasy you're, league? You're winning your fantasy league, and this will knock the Padres out. <laughs> <laughs> that is a devil's bargain, man. That's so unfair. <laughs> now give me, give me the Padres because I can always win. Because I, I play in so many fantasy oh. leagues, but there's only one real life Padres. Yeah, and the Padres have never won. Exactly. <laughs> and you won. You won. I've stuff. won most you of the leagues that I play yeah. in. And we found out this this week that the Padres have never had a no hitter. They might this year. If they maybe Snell might have one and then they pull him in the middle of it. Yeah. All I know is Timmy Lincecum can no hit the Padres. I know. Twice. He's cool. <laughs> talk about all time legend, man. Yeah, talk about all time I know. I like man. the weirdos. He was, he was Yeah, when he came back, he came back to the stadium for Bochi's last game I was there. It was amazing because he hadn't he hadn't really been around the Giants that much uh, once I know. he left. And that was and it was really I mean, talk about how much he changed that team. He was the the happy smiley thing to look forward to after uh, you know, when bonds left too. So there was right. a, kind of the gap. He, you know, he won two Cy Young awards. That's wild. And in, in a way, very similar, I think to DeGrom in the sense of that recognize that his stuff was amazing. Even if the team didn't back him up all the right. time, that was the stat of the week. Also, by the way, what's the stat of the when week? They said on the Mets broadcast that, the bullpen for the Mets has blown 31 games <laughs> where, DeGrom, where DeGrom left and who had a chance for a win. Dang. That's insane. I mean, he's got like 70-plus wins in his career. That's like he would be at 100 yeah. if, if they got those. And it, like the game the other night was just ridiculous. That was how bad. It just like unfolded and fell apart and the wheels came off and the – Phillies got to do all their fancy high fives because <laughs> the Phillies, the Phillies are just like, you know, they're, they're on, they're doing great. Yeah. Um, because they, they, we talked about this. Like I was watching that game with them and they got that mojo. They got that yeah. thing that, that maybe they don't have the starting pitching or whatever, but they got that other thing that is, you can't, uh, you can't purchase, you know, it's right. you either got it. You don't well, the pitching it. has been okay. Like Wheeler, Wheeler looked yeah. really good. Oh, Wheeler was amazing. So amazing. You know, you get Former you get on a roll. You get these guys like pitching, um, and all of a sudden, like the game sort of opens up and it becomes a lot easier. And you're scoring a ton of runs. Like you're not stressed out there all the time. Yeah, Wheeler. Wheeler was a giant. He was a Met. Well, they traded him to the Mets. Well, now he's on the Phillies. And I think we got was it the what did we get for him? I, I want to feel like it was uh, it was Beltron. <laughs> Two home runs for Jose Ramirez today. This guy's a legend. Oh really? Two for four. Two home runs. Four RBIs. Yeah, Zach. Harper Zach has a Carlos Beltran. Harper has a. He's one for one with a run scored. All right then. All right. Jesus Lazaro right. well, playing the Dodgers. And through four innings, he's got five strikeouts and only three hits. I mean, he's blowing up my whip, but he's he's helping his ERA. I'll take it. I'll take it. 
That's good. They need better it. than they his last it. time out when he got shelled they by the Astros. Need, yeah, the A's just need a solid start. Yeah. Even if they if they lose, they just need a, a starter. Yeah, pitcher he's only it. allowed one run, so I'll take yeah. it. Giving the yeah. A's and a chance then, to win. And the Giants are up two nothing, and uh, got a runner on top of the uh, top of the third. Uh, so Giants need this one. All right, my guy. Well, this has been special. All right. Um, have yeah, a great we'll rest of your week, and we'll talk soon. For sure. Okay, okay. bye. Take care. Bye. All right, go Giants. Go Padres. Go Padres.